Player one on sin. You heard that sound. I heard that sound. We all love that sound. Um, I'm Jacob, and of course, I'm joined by Dem. How are you? Hello. I'm good, thank you. It's lovely to be here once again. How are you, Jacob? I am very excited for what's going to be a, a very direct, heavy show. Let's be real. Uh, for reference, oh, we we straight record to the point. on the day of the Nintendo Direct, so all of this is brand new for us. It's going to be most of the news tonight. Not all of it, most of. Um, so hopefully we find something you like. But in case you don't, you can always check us out um, to find new episodes and past episodes on Twitter and Instagram at Player One Sin. And you can also find us on the podcast realm at Omni, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify at Player One. And you know what? There's, I'm looking outside and there isn't really much sunshine. You could say there ain't no sunshine. Uh, of course, this is Ain't No Sunshine by Bill Withers, a classic song. Here on Player One with Dem and Jacob. And you just heard Pastel by Fritz, and before that, Ain't No Sunshine by Bill Withers. Love Bill Withers. Oh, my God. And that second track, was that a Sweet 16 track, Jacob? Yes, it was. Just for reference, oh. every second track on uh, Player One is Sweet 16, of course. If you like what you hear, check out sin.org.au. Check out the Sweet 16. You may just find a new favourite song. Love that. But we'll jump straight into some cheeky news or some rapid fire news better known because who would call it cheeky? That would be weird. So let's start off with a seemingly unfinished version of Cold War Zombies Trial Machine has been teased. Valheim passes 2 million copies on Steam. PS5's DualSense may face a class action lawsuit for Drift. Ah, classic. Quick, quick, quick step on that. Um, it is no longer may, uh, may face. They are facing a class action lawsuit for Drift now. Ooh. Bit of an update. Drift is just like, oh boy. That's... I have comments on, on, comments on, on Drift and why. It's, it's a legal nightmare right now. Anyway. <laughs> not okay. Not okay. Anyway, pigs can be trained to use joystick-operated game with a remarkable level of behavioural and mental flexibility. The Cyberpunk and Witcher source code, which was hinted to be sold on the dark web, has been sold on the dark web. Wow. RE8 devs surprised by tall vampire lady reactions. I don't know what that means, but I'm very interested. Uh, okay, uh, for, for reference, <laughs> they showed the demo for Resident Evil 8. And um, the entire internet had a very interesting, uh, less than PG reaction to one of oh the characters God. shown in the game. Uh, and the devs, understandably, are a bit like, um, okay, what? <laughs> classic, classic. We didn't know we were doing anything weird. Why did you have to make it weird? Classic news. <laughs> That's news with Player One. Anyway, continuing onward. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is coming June 11. Oh my god, my housemate was so keen on that. Jack Black has been announced for Borderlands movie as Claptrap. That's wild. Pyra and Mithra from Xenoblade, the Xenoblade, the Xenoblade, try that one more time. The Xenoblade series have been added to Smash Brothers Ultimate as part of the DLC. Splatoon 3 is coming. A HD remake of The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword is on its way. A new Mario Golf has been announced. Four Guys is coming to Switch. Hyrule Warriors DLC has been announced. Can you tell there was a Nintendo Direct today? The Outer, Wor the Outer Worlds is coming to Switch. We have release dates for a whole bunch of games now. <laughs> a Ninja Gaiden 3D collection is coming to Switch. Yeah, yeah there was, there was a Nintendo Direct. coming to Switch all of a sudden. 
Yeah. Mm. It was a big direct. If you haven't caught it, you should catch it. But for now, we should check out what's releasing soon. All right. I'll take off from there. We have Persona 5 Strikers releasing on PC, PS4, and Switch February 23rd. Rogue Heroes, Ruins of Tassos or Tassos, uh, releasing on PC and Switch on the 23rd as well. Uh, Code Realize Wintertide Miracles. Uh, is releasing on Switch on the 25th. Also on the 25th is Ghost and Goblins Resurrection on Switch. Newly announced, Mario-themed items are coming to Animal Crossing on the 25th, of course. Uh, And Hellpoint is also coming to the Switch on the 25th. Uh, Bravely Default 2 is also coming to the Switch on the 26th. It's a very busy week for the Switch. Um, (laughs) Hot Brass is coming to PC on the 26th. Harvest Moon One World coming to Switch on March 2nd. Monster Jam Steel Titans for PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and Stadia on March 2nd. <laughs> and Yakuza Like a Dragon, very good game, I do suggest you play it, uh, is coming to PS5 on the 2nd as well. Definitely get excited. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta feel bad for Harvest Moon specifically here because Stardew Valley is infinitely better and it mm-hmm. just got a major update. So, it rough. Uh, it rough. I feel like the Harvest Moon community is going to be really excited because that's the OG where it all started. It's a nostalgia value. If not, some just sheer loyalty will be there. Oh, yeah. It's not a bad game by any manner. And I, I do respect people who um, love the game because they grew up with Harvest Moon. It's a real reason to love it. And as I said, mm-hmm. Yakuza, uh, I've been playing it on the Xbox One. It's like if you like funny beat-em-up RPGs, if you like games, play it. If you like games, play it. That's your player one take. <laughs> I'm actually really excited for the uh, Mario themed items. I saw the warp pipes in the direct and I was like, I can get from one side of my own to the other in no time flat. Hurrah. I am super curious to see what people do with that. Um, the people who are more creative than I will ever be uh, when it comes to Animal Crossing. I cannot wait to see what they do with it because it, it reminds me of when you get like new items for like uh, Mario Maker or something like that. Give it a week and you'll have this amazingly intricate um, design based around them. That'll be... And they even said, they said in the direct, try and make your favourite level. And it's like, is that a challenge, Nintendo? Oh, I can't wait to make Bowser's Castle. Um, (laughs) I love that. Speaking of spooky, like Bowser's Castle, we're going to somewhere else that's very, very spooky as well. We're going to Lavender Town, but this is a cover or remix by Kumu here on Player One on Sin. And Dem, oh, now yeah. we've had a week in lockdown, uh, well, kind of a week in lockdown. What have you been playing during that time? It's an excellent question. Uh, what have I been playing? Well, I've been playing some Pokemon Platinum a bit. Uh, it's a bit of a side project. Come back to that one later, I suppose. I don't know. Talk about why. I've been filling out my Pokedex in Pokemon Sword. I just realized that you have to fill out the Galar decks to get the. Oh, I said that really weird. Galar decks. Galar. I've never said Galar. it out loud. Galar. I don't say it like an American would. Galar. Doesn't, you know, anyway. Uh, yeah, I've been filling that out because I was trying to get the uh, the shiny charm, charm so I can do some shiny everything because that would be really cool. Um, and I feel like so what Pokemon Sword and Shield is the first time I felt like it's possible to fill a Pokedex. And then I was uh, like, maybe I should. I mean, it is possible. Don't get me wrong. Uh, just, I, I can I say like from I experience, should. it's not a hard Pokedex to fill out. You just need no. to trade a little bit. As opposed to like Pokemon Ruby and Emerald, where like every Pokemon is like, oh my God, you're my golden baby and I'll never let you go. Oh, it's like, baby. this is like, I have 400 Jigglypuffs. It's so much easier. What do I do with them? than it was in the past especially with like you mentioned ruby and emerald because those games expected you to be like all right now you've beaten ruby i want you to go beat sapphire and then emerald and then fire red leaf green another copy of that and then now go beat coliseum go for it my hun yeah it was a bit cooked back in the day back in the olden days um so i'm finally feeling like i can do something without having a pokemon friend because sometimes it's just hard to find a Pokemon friend to trade with. But I'm also thinking of buying Shield just because I quite enjoyed building a team. And I'm kind of bummed that they put all the Pokemon up to level 60 once I finished the main eight gyms. I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. 
Yeah. And then I jumped back into Animal Crossing just to round off old lockdown. Very fun. But what have you been playing, Jacob? Uh, I mentioned it before. I have been playing uh, Yakuza, uh, I think it's seven in Japan, uh, the seventh one, Like a Dragon. And I'm not too versed in the rest of the Yakuza series. Um, I've played a little bit of it. I know it, what it is basically. But this one is so much fun. The characters are genuinely very, very likable. The movement feels right. We love that. <laughs> Both of like, those. It has Yakuza is very much known for its stylistic choices in costumes. And I think this one, there's nothing more exciting than having your big poofy like hairstyle afro almost and like a beautiful bright like sat not even salmon red like um almost switch uh game cover uh red suit oh it's good so visual guide. out there and i love just the whole visuals of it everything there's a can thing later in the game not even later in the game somewhere in the game very early in you get a mini game we have to collect cans and to organize that game you talk to someone called Kansan or Kansan and you, <laughs> I love that kind of it's subtle it's beautiful and the gameplay itself it's just a really fun beat em up with RPG elements if love you haven't that. played it check it out seriously it is so good it is bit, look there's a lot of very good games that came out last year this is the one that might be my game of the year as of what I'm playing now Ooh, oh my gosh that's good considering we're just in February right now that's spicy news mm. And you just heard Been Waiting by Jackson Reed Briggs and The Heaters. And before that, you heard Megalovania Jazz Cover by Jonas Monk Lindbo. Got it that time. How good. Um, and we were just about to discuss something that's been pretty on our minds all day. Yes, sirree. The Nintendo Direct hit this morning and we are bloody keen to have a bit of a yarn about it. Don't know why I went a little bit Australian there. I am Australian, but you know. Well, I mean, I do the same thing when I get excited about something, and this Direct had me excited in a few different places for a lot of different reasons. There wasn't much in the way of big, big announcements, I don't mm. think, but a lot of the smaller games they showed, at least to a JRPG fan or a tactical RPG fan, or an RPG fan, let's be real, <laughs> were um, quite exciting. Um, the new Square Enix, I believe it's called, triangle project which the best way i can describe it to anyone right now is imagine if they turn octopath traveler with all the graphics and music and visuals to that uh, and they added xcom and they added fire emblem and there was a branching story that's what that is and admittedly in the direct they maybe spent a bit too long talking about it they talked about it for about oh. 20 minutes it was a bit bit too much got a little bit much there no there were so many things today to be fair i'm not much of an rpg person i do like an rpg but i'm more of an open world kind of gal um so when it came to my favorite open world zelda i was a little bit like oh my god igl numa and then it was like igl numa why he oh. literally apologized and then they what? went into a bunch of stuff about should I say it or should I leave it? We, we, we can leave that for the next little <laughs> we might discuss. We'll just, uh, you've got to hold that one in your pocket, guys, and we'll come back to it later. But, yeah, it was just a bit sad. We were expecting well, a bunch of Breath of the Wild news, maybe. Speaking but... of open world, something did strike me when watching it as open world. Um, the Mario Golf that was announced. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't think it's open world. I hope it is, but I don't think it is. But, like, <laughs> as, as an I idea. I really understand that segment. It was really interesting. It was fun. The whole concept. Like, it was fun, yeah. I saw Mario Sports and I was like, oh my god, yes! We're going back <laughs> to like the GameCube era of so Mario good. where it was just like, here's a million side games and they're all pretty good. Mm. Like, I miss that. I want more sports yes. games from Mario and that golf game Bring looked amazing. Bring back Mario Strikers. Oh my god, what a game. <laughs> Anyway. most of the Mario spin-offs. Um, <laughs> so good. No, and make them good again, thanks. But and, I thought it was really interesting, but also really odd. Is it literally... It, I think I missed a word or something in there, but it sounded like, get a star and just run for the hole. And it's like, is that how golf works? 
That's how golf works for me. It's how I understand golf. (laughs) Um, Must be real big courses if that's the way of things. Like Mario World, though. Like yeah, true. It has to be. You've got Donkey Kong playing golf. It has to be a decently big world. Hey, that that guy can do whatever he wants. He's one clever dude. Yeah, you can figure out a tie, you're correct. I can't do you that, can so he's, he's got me there. Um, <laughs> Donkey Kong has one up on Jacob, and you heard it here first. Play, player one, player one on Sid, player one. <laughs> um, anyway, but one of the other things that we... Okay, so as an idea, the player one uh, group, including all the um, DLC characters, contributors, anyone involved, we have a group chat. And as we we're watching this, we we're all chatting in the group chat. And there were multiple moments where we all got excited, or at least one of us was excited for almost every part of the direct. Mm. And I think that's part of where this direct really shined is there was yeah. a lot. And admittedly, there wasn't, a, it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of big stuff, but there was a lot of smaller, medium-sized stuff that kind of worked for everyone. There was uh, Monster Hunter. There was... Uh, Mario Golf, there was racing game in there, there was a shoot 'em up, there was Animal Crossing. It very much did appeal to such a wide range of people that like anyone was excited. I mean, I I got excited when I saw Metopia. And then I put Oh yeah. And I think it was former EP Connor went, Yeah, right, sure. <laughs> And I was like, bring back, uh, what was it called? I can't even remember it now. Tomodachi Life. Bring back Tomodachi Life. It, Amazing. Even yourself, Dem, you got a little excited for, was it the DC superhero girls? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they don't bring out enough good girl-centered content. And DC Girls is actually a pretty decent show. Um, kind of annoys me that they they group, because, like, you know, I thought it was the sidekicks. That's why they were saying girls, because they're younger. But Wonder Woman's grouped in there, too. And I'm like, she's all... You know, anyway, it's just a thing. Um, but it was a great little direct, and I thought it was very, very fun all the way through. Mm. Um, lots of fun little things. And, like, even, like, Legend of Mana was, like, uh, reannounced. There was a bunch of... Oh, there was a Telltale game announced, and that yes, was amazing. Telltale that's Borderland. exciting. I want to see more Telltale. More te- Telltale on Switch it makes so much sense. Mm, to be able to, like, totally. walk around the, the house, Switch in hand, and be like, oh, well... Um, spoiler from one of the games um like it makes sense if i can you know sit in my room play for a little while on a telly and then go all right let's move to the couch with a telltale game it makes sense because you're gonna make Mm, decisions that you don't like and you're gonna need to like oh let's let's leave this sad room now (laughs) i need a change of scenery maybe some sunlight i don't know Another great one was Plants vs. Zombies, Battle for the ne- for Neighborhood. neighborhood no, what does it say? Uh, Neighborville. Neighborville, that's it. Uh, is, that, is that a new title re- or is that a re... It's a, it's a re-release of an older title that flopped because it was competing with Call of Duty uh, and other games that are like that but are more popular. However, on the Switch, mm-hmm. of course, it doesn't really have much competition except for one big one we'll get to uh, a little bit later. Um, yeah, indeed. So I actually think, apart from it being EA, and I remember this game being riddled with uh, microtransactions, like this could do very well on the Switch. It's the right audience for it. Agreed. I think it could be quite fun. I always wanted to play it, but I had chosen already the Nintendo side of the coin. So it was a bit hard to jump between consoles at that point because, like, mm. you know, consoles be spinny. And it sucks that the things that were like I wanted to play were on different consoles, but now it's on a console I own. Yes, love it. It it is the best. And I will say, speaking of plants specifically, we're gonna go to a game filled with plants. It's a farming simulator, uh, a song from a game even. Uh, we're going to oh. Spring from Stardew Valley, best month that I. A classic. Yeah, on player one with Dem and Jacob. And that was Spring before that from Stardew Valley. And if you like Stardew Valley's songs, I've heard in the grapevine, there may be a vinyl in the mix somewhere. So if you're a vinyl record head, you like a record player, get around that. Uh, or if you just like Stardew Valley, we've heard also in the grapevine, there may be things that belong to the Stardew Valley fandom in the mix. We don't know, though. Or Ooh. do we know? The hot topics here on player one on sin. 
And that's why we're talking about the direct still, because it was incredibly direct, wasn't it, Jacob? It not really. Was it? It was pretty indirect, actually. It was one of the most there was so indirect many hints. directs. Um, <laughs> in fact, there are a lot of points where they, they we'll talk about specifically here what we didn't like from the direct and what we, you know, might have wanted to see. For me, quite a lot. Um, but yeah, to be honest, I think one of the biggest things with this direct, and a lot of people are complaining about, is the Zelda segment. Yeah. Um, of course, Breath of, uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, when Breath of the Wild 2 was mentioned, they did yeah. say it. Um, oh, my God. It was the but biggest, we were told, like... It's not coming yet. We, he literally came on screen and went like... We don't have any news yet, guys, but don't you worry. Hold on tight. And it's like, bro, did they schedule you in and not tell you until the minute before? Like, well, come it, on. I understand the idea of, you know, announcing that, hey, it has to be delayed a little bit. That's fine. There's, you know, a big virus going around the world. Makes sense. Sure. You did it with Animal Crossing, and that's one of the best-selling games on the Switch, if not the best soon. Um, You know, do the backwards, not backwards, but do the, hey, you know, we've got to push it back, but don't don't do what he did. And um, A.G. Numa came on and he went, I'm sure you guys saw me and thought, hmm, there's going to be some uh, Breath of the Wild <laughs> 2 news. Sorry, that's not the case. And it's just like... It, it was a bit of a back... Actually, thinking about it, though, imagine if they'd said nothing. We would have been so much more upset, I think. I reckon they could have easily have done um, him appearing, and rather than him going... Uh, we're going to talk about Breath of the Wild 2. No, we're not. He could have just gone, unfortunately, due to um, COVID reasons, Breath of the Wild mm. 2 will be delayed until um, a further notice, which would have been so much better. Um, and I it think... It's one of Nintendo's classic traits, that lack of... It's like there's transparency, but it's very... It's like a milky kind of glass. It's just like, hello? What's going on? Oh, you're doing... Th- I can see the shadows moving. I'm sure there's something. And yes, there is mm. something good. I will say more? something else that did bother me through this direct was I wanted to hear more about what's happening with these Mario games that will be disappearing mm. in about a month's time. Um, that Like, they mentioned Mario and they're still saying that they're rolling out things for the 35th anniversary, which I... I get, you know, COVID, it did cause a lot of problems. But to not even mention, like, the 3D collection, which even if you don't agree with how that's been ported or anything like that, it's an important port and uh, it's Mm. still something that should be mentioned. Mario 35 is a fun little romp. Uh, That disappearing is quite uh, depressing. Um, But they stay on the consoles if you bought them, right? Mario 35 doesn't. The 3D All-Star Pack does. I would be so upset if the 3D All-Star part disappeared. I didn't actually play Mario 35. Maybe I should. Um, it's a fun little romp. Couple weeks though, so. It's a fun little romp? Yeah, it's a fun little romp. Um, it's a fun little romp. I think one thing else that did kind of annoy people, and I know it annoyed myself very hard because I kind of got uh, pulled into a hype train that didn't exist. Mike Pollock, <laughs> the voice of Eggman, uh, jumped on rumors after Sakurai posted and ended something with a very, very uncharacteristic phrase, which was a phrase from Dr. Eggman. Mike Pollock, of course, being the voice actor of Dr. Eggman, then proceeded to post, I cannot talk about whether or not Dr. Eggman will be in Smash. He added fuel to the fire. Why would you do that? I know that he's Dr. Eggman and he's built to do that, but why? It's Sonic's 30th anniversary (laughs) as well. So... You could have actually said to me, hey, Dr. Eggman's being added to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I would have gone, yeah, that makes total sense. Why isn't he he in already? Still could be, you know, just maybe, I don't know. Shadow the Hedgehog, basically. You know, maybe, maybe. Nights into Dreams. Two Two characters in Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog 1, one of the most important games of the last 30 years, and only one character's in. Sure. Shadow is an assist trophy, actually, just so you know. You know, that's what that's what uh, good old Majora got, the Skull Kid predecessed by Majora got, so you know. Well, it doesn't so, mean we're not going to get nothing. We, we could still get the happy mask salesman, I guess. 
it's really that's something that really interests me well, there are so many interesting characters in the zelda series i saw a tweet about this i think so many interesting characters in the zelda series sorry to jump back onto zelda i know it's my thing sorry um but you only see link zelda and iterations of those two guys i think on top it's, of that it's it's not full representation of every game They've almost got representation of every mainline Zelda game, with the exception of, I believe, Majora's Mask doesn't have any representation as a character. Yeah, I'd say that. Very true. Uh, because, yeah, you've got Sheik, who represents Ocarina of Time. Zelda represents everything. Um, Young Link. Young Link is Majora's Young Mask. Link, uh, yeah, Young Link's Majora's Mask. You have Toon Link as Wind Waker. Um, you have Twilight Princess has been done to death now. Um, and Breath of the Wild as well. Uh, mm. Skyward Sword doesn't have any, which surprises me, actually. Even if it wasn't loved, there was good characters. Girahim would have been a good character. Groose would, would have, have been, been a good, good character. Char- actually, guys, with the new announcement of Skyward Sword for Switch, wouldn't it be interesting if they put... There are some characters in that game. I may be, you know, on the DL, not the biggest fan of that game. But I am fans of parts of it. So mm. maybe. I don't know. That could be it, an interesting vibe. It's also one where like you could easily add another stage from that game and it would be an amazing looking stage because that game has a lot of very Absolutely. nice set pieces. Um I'm actually see what they do with it. Of course, we never mentioned why people were angry or why people like myself were disappointed. They added another sword fighter. This oh, this yeah. time a very generic sword fighter. Uh in Pyra and Mithra. It looks like their whole gimmick is that they're from Xenoblade, which isn't a gimmick. And people have pointed out that uh, four of the last five characters added to Smash Bros. have been sword fighters in one way or another. Byleth, of course, was a sword fighter. Min Min wasn't. Steve primarily uses a sword. Um, Sephiroth is a sword character. And now Mithra and Pyra are sword fighters. However, I actually was going to say, I miss the days where it was literally Marth, Link, and Roy were our sword fighters. That was it. I'm okay with having having the sword fighters, though. My issue is when there's no gimmick to them. With the last couple, there's been gimmicks. Um, Byleth had the gimmick of, look, uh, they use all the weapons. That's their gimmick. And it's a cool gimmick. It's a fun character. Steve's gimmick was Minecraft's gimmick. Mining and crafting. Sephiroth had the gimmick of one, it's Sephiroth. Uh, and two, like, it's a magic user. It's Robin, but better done. Whereas Mithra and Pyra are just, look, it's Lucina, but red this time. It's not interesting. It's Roy flavored. I never Lucina. played Xenoblade. I've Neither never played Xenoblade. But they're cool but, designs. But I did think it was interesting that, like, the whole trailer was like, I thought I was the one being ported to Smash. And it's like, no, it's her. Who is she? That was literally how they did Lucina's trailer. They hinted at it being Crom the entire time. And at the end, they're like, no, Lucina and Robin. And Robin. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. I was like, who's this other person? Magic man. Amazing. Sparkle, sparkle. I don't know. From the direct was better than worse. But I think that was a bad start just because there are so many sword fighters and people do complain about it and they're right to. Fire Emblem uh, Awakening itself has three representatives in Smash, which is way Mm. too many. Just too many sword fighters, not enough variation. And people are asking for different, more varied characters. Like You don't have to put one of the fan favorites in, but you can just put someone who's more varied. And I understand COVID and I understand everything, but... If you're not ready or if you don't think you're going to have an interesting character out, just say, hey, hold on. Or do what you did with Terry and be like, oh, or Min Min. They announced it ahead of time and went like, oh, well, this will come out in the future. With Min Min, they went, it's a character from ARMS. And everyone went, ooh. Interesting. Spring Man? It was actually a very interesting time. I don't know. It's it's picking at scraps at this point. Sakurai's done too much. I can't. 
ever be angry at him he's he's saccharine <laughs> it's like that isn't it you're just like you, you, we, we pick them to shreds but we realize what they're doing what really got me though was the whole yeah so we're bringing skyward sword back as an hd game yeah and then at the end of it you're like of all the games why that one and then they're talking about the controls and how they could possibly port skyward swords to controls and i'm literally screaming in the background the b button Use the B button. It's worked for 35 years. The B button. And they okay. go, we in, use the stick. In all fairness, the sword fighting in The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword is different. To it just change different. it to the B button, it is different. you would need to re, uh, rewrite every thing. single yeah. boss, uh, except for the really bad uh, tentacle monster one. That that, that one just needs weird. to be rewritten as it was. Um, so goopy. But I, I, yeah, and I agree with that. And I like what they've done. It is very strange and it will cause gonna, a lot of Joy Con drip, drip, drip which gonna, is why I think they brought out those special thumb. edition controllers. It's yeah, big kill vibe. my thumb to do that. For those who don't know, they added this. The, the idea is because the Joy Con has two Joy, uh, Joy Cons, uh, not Joy Cons, um, sticks, sticks, the right stick, the lower stick is used to move the sword. So, for example, if you mm. push it to the left, the sword will go left. Now, that's great. Until you re- remember that there are bosses that require you to slash, or in the Wii days, waggle the moat very quickly. Waggle, waggle. <laughs> Problem I have there is, can you imagine having to fight through a dungeon and you're just sitting there moving your thumb going bang, 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 like left and, uh, oh, left and right back. Oh, I can imagine it's the RSI. Going to, it's going to hurt. It's Absolutely. It's Mario Forget Party your wrists, 1, folks. like, it's lawsuit-inducing. Uh, but you know what is uh, more exciting than a lawsuit? And obviously a lot of things, a lot of things are more exciting than a lawsuit, but this one specifically. The song Wellerman by the Wellermen. That's Wellerman by the Wellermen. Uh, here on Sin with Dem and Jacob. Welcome back to Player One on Sin. It is the top of the hour. If we've got our time right, it should be about nine o'clock-ish, maybe. Mm. Check your clock. Set it to the right time. Set it to nine. Yeah, because we're right. nine o'clock. We're, yes, it we are correct. Nine. Player One. We are number one. It's not player two. It's not Remember, player three. It's player one. When it's, it's top no of the hour on player play. one, wind your clocks forward or back because you're wrong. <laughs> that's that's a good um, good way to put it. But, of course, you just heard two amazing songs. They were Secretive by Ninjarachi, which is an amazing name, and Kota Banks, which is also a pretty good name. And before that, you heard Weller Man by the Weller Men. Um, that's very confusing to say very quickly now of course we usually plug the socials here and be like hey check us out here here and here and here but unfortunately we do have to mention that we will not be posting to facebook for the foreseeable future due to the recent facebook ban um of course this is being done as of thursday so if things change we might go back to facebook to some extent but for the foreseeable future uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Our Instagram game will be stepped up. So check us out there on Player One Sin. Uh, and of course, the podcast realm stays the exact same. So you can check us out on Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And we have a lot of reviews going up in the near future. I know uh, former EP Connor was very, very excited to put up a couple of reviews. And I know a uh, good friend of mine uh, and yours and everyone's on the shows, Eleni has mentioned to me very, very, very excitedly that she has quite a few reviews she's very excited to put up. So definitely keep an eye on sin.org.au or the podcast realm because, ooh, there's a bit of stuff coming up. But speaking of coming up, we have our next song. And, look, I'm that excited for this next segment, the next thing we're going to talk about, that I, too, feel like I'm leaving Earth. This is Leaving Earth from Mass Effect 3, here on Player One with Dem and Jacob. And you just heard In Europe, Kinda Sad by One Tablespoon, and that's T-B-S-P for Tablespoon. Classic menu, not even menu, like recipe vibes, so good. And Leaving Earth, before that, from Mass Effect 3, vibacious, my dudes. And what we want to talk about right now is something that a lot of you probably saw, the Splatoon 3 little trailer doobly-boop that we saw in, in the Nintendo Direct today was pretty cool looking like it, really it cool was looking. i loved the um for those who haven't seen it go check it out seriously like this is the chance where i'd mm. say spoiler warning if, it? Um, turn us off 
if you listen oh, to the wait. podcast, press pause, go watch it twice because it's that good. And, and then come back. You are watching or listening even um, through sin.org.au or 90.7 FM. Turn us down a little bit, you know, go get a drink, maybe come back then because I don't want to spoil this for you. Um, okay. We'll just wait for them to go. Yep. Just yep, like yep, you yep. to go. Yep. Just make sure you go. Yep. All right, now they're gone. Yep, yep, yep. Awesome. Yep, yeah, good. So speaking of in Europe and kind of sad, it opened with this Mad Max like style. Uh, of course, it's Splatoon three that was announced. Obviously, mm. um, oh they God. they opened with this Mad Max really cool style. Um, we were like Borderlands. What? Border, Borderlands. Fallout? And then this inkling walks by the Eiffel Tower, but upside down. Meaning, in my mind, meaning they're in Europe and it's kind of sad, like the last song. Maybe they were leaving Earth. Um, <laughs> anyways, so they do that and the Inkling keeps walking, goes to a train station, catches a train, very Metro vibes, then ends up in what looks like Shibuya? From, yeah, ends up like, in Tokyo? Inkling City. What is it called? Is it, it's, it has a name, doesn't it? They all do. I don't, I think this, okay. I Might think because I saw one. this later on the Twitter, I'm pretty sure this place is called the Splatlands. The Splatlands. Um, which Gosh, it does Wastelands, sound like Borderlands. Yeah, mm. Borderlands. I love the aesthetic though. I love the whole like post-apocalyptic yeah. idea. Um, I've always been um, kind of a fan of the Splatoon stories. They've always been fun. Very so fun. One... And especially once online became like a bit gateway, like a bit gatekept by the old online servers of um, Nintendo Switch online I sort of got a bit out of the uh, loop of online play with Splatoon so mm. the story mode became my bread und butter um but yeah no I I honestly thought they were trying to do some kind of like open world Borderlands RPG moment like that, and then it was Splatoon <laughs> cool. I mean they might genuinely like a like fallout but if mm. it was Nintendo and Splatoon like I would be I down with that that sounds so cool just because the aesthetic of Splatoon like I don't even know what I describe the aesthetic as it's just it's its own thing and it's so interesting having that with this Mad Max apocalyptic there's the Eiffel Tower kind of thing would make it even cooler but they didn't do that they might they might do something like that though because it did look like you were walking past on your own past the Eiffel Tower so Mm -hmm. with um, your little butt and disappeared interesting Speaking of, you get a buddy friend, you get a friend, you get a little buddy's little... And you can choose their hairstyle. Yes, you get to have a a pet that you... A pet. No, he's your friend. It's not just a pet. He's your friend. Come on, pet. Best bud. You get to choose his hairstyle or their hairstyle even. Um, It's super, super exciting on that end. And they even showed a little bit of gameplay. And from what what I've seen, I don't remember all the weapons from Splatoon. It looks like there's a new set completely, mm. which is very, very exciting. They opened with showing what looks like um, you can shoot yourself down to the level, meaning that things like spawn camping and so on aren't going to be as accessible as they were in the previous games. Very useful. Thank the Lord. Oh, my God. So bad. And just, I don't know, like they didn't say much about it. Of course, it's coming in 2022. But... It's a bit of a theme of this direct, hey? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't give us much. But <laughs> it was enough to like work with, I think. Mm-hmm. And with Splatoon 3, no, I, I hot take no one in this world was expecting Splatoon 3 here. Not at all. Everyone, oh, I, everyone was expecting Breath of the Wild 2, and we got none, none of that. And after that, I was like, okay, we're going to hear from Bayonetta or uh, Metroid Prime. That makes sense. That'll be a big name. Yeah. But then and also then, I think the Borderlands announcement earlier in the direct threw us off a bit because all of us were like, oh, what is this? And they built and it they- so well too. Like, mm. I don't know, to come from Zelda and be like, okay, we've, I think they knew that they were going to disappoint people with the Skyward Sword announcement. Mm-hmm. So to go from that to, and here is our last announcement, which from Nintendo is usually very, very exciting, to go from that and then show what they opened with, which is just, like a mountainy, craggy style area, you know, game footage, uh, not final, and nothing. You don't get anything for a second. They leave it long enough for you to be like, ooh, what's this? What could it be? What are they doing? Who is that? Is that an inkling? 
It like, is an inkling. It's an inkling of an inkling. It was amazing. And I, I you know, I will uh, mirror something that um, insane, the in, insane in the rain music tweeted just after and Hey buddy, if you're listening, hi. Um, hit us up. We like you a lot. You've got great tunes. Um, but of course he tweeted that the main theme splat attack, of course, you know, the amazing song had been pitched down half a step. And in his words, that means they're getting serious. So like, actually though, that's music theory there. I love the idea that we're getting a really serious, really, I would say really dark because it doesn't really fit Splatoon, but a really serious story. Um, if they do go open world, imagine how cool that an open world exploring like dead Paris, like oh, and the, around the, the city. The travel is perfect. You can shoot ahead of you and like ride the the ink, like mm. it's built to be open world. Look, that's what I want from Splatoon. This, this segment in I our notes cool. is literally called what we want from splatoon 3 and we haven't talked about what we want we just said that we're excited what we want is splatoon 3 we want it i want it you want it we all want it number three i'll tell you um, what i want what i really want it's that and it's not a garbage truck by sex bomb <laughs> i really snuck up on him there i was like perfect segue let's go <laughs> oh. That was out of nowhere. That is our next song, and I feel like we wrapped that segment up real tasty and good. We want open world Splatoon, and we want Splatoon 3. Big vibes. You're listening to Player One on Sin, and this is Garbage Truck by Sex Bomb. And now, Dem, we have some interesting stuff. You brought to my attention that there is some Pokemon leaks that you wanted to talk about. They were leaked quite a while ago, and I can't actually pinpoint the date, but it seems to be sometime around the start of last year, but it got drowned out by, you know, another significant thing that happened early last year. But anyway, as you know, over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about, uh, I was going to say Pokemon Space World, but Nintendo Space World 97 and all its fantastic things. And another thing that debuted that year happens to be the demo for Pokemon Gold and Silver, which was a build that had a lot of things that were new and a lot of things that we haven't actually seen before like completely different starters we don't have cyndaquil or totodile we have a strange little fire pikachu and a little seal monster but we do have chikorita how fun how fun Mm. Uh, we have all sorts of different uh palette swaps for day night and morning which is kind of cool i don't actually know if they made it in or not but they would have been fun if they did um I will say, just like as as reference, if you haven't already, look for all just like the list of like Pokemon that have been uh, that were planned and either changed mm. or just completely removed. Because like I'm looking through it now, and there is some there is a shark that's half anchor. That's cool. Like it's like when they went wild, but they weren't sure if they could do that just yet. Ten year old me would have looked at that and gone, "Whoa." Like and there are so many other things here that just they look so cool. And I, I'm I'm looking at cu- one, the evolved form. Oh sorry, you go. Go, 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 go. Oh, I'm 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 looking at the evolved form of the original evolved form of Chikorita between Chikorita and I cannot remember Magnanium. what comes Magnanium Magnanium. Magnanium? Okay. Yep. I'm not saying it right. Anyway, um, which is listed here as Hanamogura. Um, which is like this little flower dude that looks like the boss from Wind Waker, the the the, the Forest Haven boss from Wind Waker, and it's pretty wild. Like, I was going to say some... it looks like um, Skip Home a little bit. Oh yeah, a little, actually a little. I'll give you that. I don't know. Ooh. It's it's a bit of that Flabebe kind of vibe. Definitely. Um, the, the little flower Pokemon. Um, there's some great ones. Like I don't there's know a what Mikon is. Baby Pokemon. So we got in Gen Two, we got a lot of baby Pokemon. Like you know, your Cleffa. Eagly buff Pichu and stuff like that. There were a lot. I'm looking at prototype Pichu and it cute AF. Oh, like, it's a little ball. It's too much. Yeah, literally just looking through them now, I can see that there was going to be a baby form of Goldeen uh, called Gyopin. Um, there was going to be a baby form of Paris called Para. Um, there was going to, I think this was meant to be an evolution of Ditto called Animon. Um, <laughs> Look at him, he's got little teeth. He's very strange looking. Uh, there was going to be a Doduo 
um, baby called Hinazu. These are all Japanese pronunciations, so if I'm butchering them, I do apologize. Um, there was also going to be a baby form for giraffe rig called Su- Sunizu. It's pretty much just two ghosts attached at the tail. There's baby forms for Meowth and so many more. And like even looking through it, you can see how late some of these Pokemon were in um, creation. Lugia, for example, wasn't in the game until months before uh, the game was released. Lugia is one of the interesting ones that's been coming up recently. You may have been seeing lots of different uh, tidbits on Lugia and the changes that made were made to its development, like that it was originally intended to be an only female Pokemon or a gender uh, in specific Pokemon, a gender neutral Pokemon. Yet uh, the American voice uh, the American voice casting team for Pokemon Two Thousand decided to make it male. Um, and so it became quite a masculine Pokemon. Mm. Which is, it, even though it was supposed to be Mother Earth, it's an interesting one. <laughs> it's very interesting. I, I do. Um, there's a lot of stuff in the creation of Blue Gear that we can't talk about here that I do suggest you do actually look into a little bit. There is a really, really good, pretty new Digino gaming episode um, on the creation of Blue Gear. Do definitely check that out. I enjoy it myself quite a lot. Um, but yeah, just. I have not seen it yet, and I want to. <laughs> it's just, there's so many cool things here, and it's just, like, Ho-Oh was originally just flying. Um, Amazing. It, it's apparently, I know it's a Japanese name, but there's one called Bulu here, and my mindset just went to, no, that's not from then. Um, <laughs> it's, I think, with Pokemon specifically, Pokemon's a really interesting one to look at the, um, I guess, development of it because a lot of changes. Like, pretty famously, Gen 3 was meant to have Gastrodon, uh, but that was pushed back to Gen 4, which is why you've got both uh, East and West Gastrodons. Um, and, like, even looking through this now, again, I, I remember reading this last year and being really, really, really excited. Um, even the town map and some of the town names were completely different. You didn't have, I think it's Old Bark Town in Gold and Silver that you start in. It was a town called Silent Hill, uh, which oh, I wow. imagine why that was changed. <laughs> yeah, that's right in with that one. Nice. Good one. 1997 definitely would have been a little iffy there. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to Silent Hill. Sorry. And just like even the um, the game corner and the mini games were completely different. There's a lot more um, instead of the card flip style they had at once upon a time, they had more I guess traditional gambling style games like poker. Um, they had a memory game. They had slide puzzles. Classic Pokemon. Um, just Get them early. It's it's so 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 cool to look at this, and I we I, I don't have the time to go through everything yeah look it up we don't like very interesting there are lots of accounts you can check out uh i've been checking out dr lava on instagram very good i like that one it's and did you know gaming from before would also be a good one too to check out or just type in uh pokemon gold and silver space world demo 1997 very yeah you'll find plenty of um plenty of youtubers and people cashing in on the fact that they um they released very different and this news came out and I'm sure you'll find newer news with newer information and less people going like, oh, that could have been this before it was really announced what it was. Um, I do definitely suggest checking it out. And something else you should definitely check out is BK Nap, someone we've had on the show being played quite a few times. And this time we're going to play them again. Is BK Nap with Toad's Turnpike Beat, um, one of my least favourite stages from Mario Kart. But it's also one of my favourite tunes. So here you are on Player One with Jacob and Dem. You just heard When You're Gone by Priya. And before that, Toad's Turnpike by BK Nap. Two very good tunes, I must say. And here's the story of the evening, I have to be frank. I'm here with Jacob. My name is Dem. And we're about to talk about Skyward Swords HD remake. Now, okay, with this, I think it's also worth mentioning that me and Dem have very different, differing opinions on Skyward Sword. 
I think it's underrated as anything. Meanwhile, Dem, think, you think? I, I, I think it has a really good story, some really cool characters, but a control steam that feels like you're flopping around an old salmon. Um, and it frustrates me to no end. It was, it was fun to play, but I clearly remember playing it and just getting so absolutely frustrated with the, the cursor flying across the screen and ruining everything I'm doing and just feeling completely out of control and I hated it. Um, so, you know, and I've had a lot of time to think and I think I'm excited, I think. Um, I'm hoping they've updated some things like the empty sky. I'm hoping that yeah. they've, you know, fixed some stuff like, ugh, I mean, you can't really fix an entire half of your game. I don't know. It felt like when I played it, I remember thinking this is just another DS Zelda game, but they ported it to the Wii. That's what I thought. It felt really DS. And that's not to say that those games are bad, but they're like, they're smaller. They feel more condensed. And, and it, it, it felt like that when I was playing it. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that the music and the art style and the story get a chance to shine and not be held back by waggle physics. And that, so, that my friend, is my soapbox. <laughs> I can say with confidence that uh, the music being, uh, I guess, remastered is one mm. of the most exciting things. Yeah, I agree. Just because, I'll be real, I, and I'm sure you do, Dem, I adore almost every Zelda soundtrack, with maybe the exception of um, Twilight Princess, which was very strange uh, now that I think about it. I had a good Darker, one. but I do agree. It is a little bit actually. You know what? You're right. It is a bit depressing. I found. It, it, I think it's, um, a, it's a it's a black sheep in the music side of it. Yeah. But, Although Midna's Lament, oh, gorgeous. Yeah, Sorry. As I said, it's good. It has good. It's just there's a lot of weird. Um, <laughs> that's that game in a nutshell. But um, with this, I genuinely think that despite the fact that Zelda has had good music since it started and has always done very, 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 very well with its music. Skyward Sword was the pinnacle. These beautiful, sweeping orchestral tracks. Mm. Um, you could tell they were having fun with this. The main, uh, the main theme of it is just one of the most pump up, you know, you feel... Zelda has always been, you know, described as like the medieval, nerdy type of um, almost D&D style game. And this music, it does, you know, beat that home but it beats that home in a very exciting way because you hear it and you're like, whoa, I am going to go on a big, huge adventure to save um, the world and the princess and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It does really get that across. Um, yeah, so, of course, the game has amazing sweeping orchestral soundtracks and every, every, part in the every part of the game has this amazing soundtrack. Even if people don't like every part of the game, the soundtrack is still beautiful. Um, Beautiful ancient cistern, Mwah, chef's kiss. Yup, yummy, yummy. The I know they're hated, but the um, the parts where you got to collect the seeds in like the alternate oh world. Oh thing. my god, I'm triggered. Actually, no, I don't think I can do Skyward Sword again after that. That was actually <laughs> the worst. Oh my god, no, guys, oh. can we call it off? I don't know about that. Um, well, well, speaking of calling it off, do you think that this should have been remade and? You know, given the fact that they're remaking it, do you think that it should be sold as a full price game? See, this is the interesting thing. You know how I said it feels like a DS game? It's because it doesn't feel like a full price game already. And that's, you know, say what you will. That's just what it felt like to me when I played it. Um, it felt like the characters were like Zeldery, but like really like classic handheld Zeldery like the ones that are a bit too much for the mainstream. Like um, and yeah, just like, I mean, like really wild designs and stuff. And I think that's just because they're trying to start the, they're trying to make a, a starting point for the whole thing. And they're trying to, it's funny because you're sitting here and they're saying things like, it's like Breath of the Wild. You should buy it and try it and try and be a fan. And you're like, you know what we're all thinking, don't you? So I am genuinely uncertain as to whether it should be a full price game because I mean, even the original, the original I remember came with a Wii remote and a soundtrack and that made it a full price game, which was odd. I mean, maybe it drove it up a little bit 
more expensive than a normal um a normal Wii game. I think it might have been yeah, a bit more expensive like 15, than a normal Wii game. Fifteen dollars more or something like that. Like it wasn't Which, ridiculous. Yeah, and it it just I don't know, man. I don't know. I I'm, I feel like they're as unconvinced as we are. So maybe there's something more on the horizon that's for us, or maybe they're gonna add in some DLC and fix it. No, they won't fix it. And it doesn't need fixing. It's its own thing, and I shouldn't keep saying that. But um, yeah, I can't even I do think have of what DLC they'd add to that game, to be honest, unless they're adding like more costumes or Groose mode. Um, like more stuff, more collectibles, maybe? I feel like that was a major... And post- oh my god, not telling me exactly what everything is every time I pick it up. I know what it is. It's an amber shot. I know. You've told me the last 13 times I stopped picking them up because I knew so much. Sorry, I'm not upset. Um, These are all that... These are all things that started with Ocarina, <laughs> interestingly enough. That every time you pick up a bomb um, after you restart playing, it would tell you, which is the exact same thing that... Um, no, it I, doesn't. It's only when you get them out of chests, actually. Incorrect. That. If an enemy drops no. them, if an no, enemy totally drops them, you not. don't get the thing. But any yes. other way of picking up a bomb, you do get told. What are the other ways of picking up a bomb? Getting them out of a pot? You don't get it then either. Not, not pots. Pot, pots count as enemies for me. Anyway. Oh, okay. This is, <laughs> a, this is an argument for um, a different show. Hint, hint. Um, but, <laughs> of course, I think that, look, this, it needed to happen eventually. It was the only Zelda game that hadn't gotten a HD remake uh, or a remake in any form. Of course, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask got remade. Better or worse, that's up for debate on the 3DS. Um, oh, yeah. Wind Waker and Twilight Mask Princess sad. both got really, really good HD Very good. on the Wii U. Um, two that I think they could have. I actually think I would have preferred if they brought both of them across. The Switch? Um, I would yeah. love that. But I also still own my Wii U and I still haven't played either of them because I was doing a degree when they came out and life got hard. So I'm going to do them eventually. But... I, I agree. I feel like they should bring them all forward. That would be really helpful, nice, useful, etc. Plus, Not I think it would also expensive. sell the um, it would sell the Switch amazingly because at that point it would have, mm. uh, let's see, it would have Breath of the Wild, Skyward Sword, Twilight Princess, Wind Waker, um, Mario 64, Sunshine Galaxy, and Odyssey. Four games from two of the most recognizable franchises of all time. Like at that point, it's just it prints money. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's interesting as well because Grezzo was linked to two new Zelda ports, which is, and we think Zelda ports, maybe. Nintendo, words are going around. We're uncertain of all of them, but the words Grezzo and medieval style have been thrown around. Hmm. It's hard to say we might get, it's hard to say Indeed. Zelda now because we got just got the apocalyptic style Splatoon 3. So excited for that medieval style Metroid four through the desert. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh wait, we got that in Mario Kart. (laughs) Silly me. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Uh, Well, anyway, uh, it's an interesting one, guys. Check out that Nintendo Direct, and we're going to jump into another song. Will the circle be unbroken by Courtney Draper? And Troy Baker. Oh, that kind of rhymes. You're listening to Player One on Sin. Welcome back to Player One on Sin. You just heard Don't Get Me Started by Sports. All the sports released a song, and it was that one. Uh, And before that... How good's that local sports team? Ooh, speaking of local, it is part of the Sweet 16. Good point. Um, Check that out on sin.org.au. And before that, you heard Will the Circle Be Unbroken by Courtney Draper and Troy Baker. That does rhyme and is really fun to say. You're right. Um, now, unfortunately, we are coming to the end of the show. It happens every week. It's sad every week it happens. But you can, of course, listen to more Player One pretty easily, actually. Uh, Dem, could you tell them where they can listen to more of us? 100%. You can see us on the socials, Twitter and Instagram, or find us on, on the Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify. How good is that? Ooh. Stream us here, stream us there, stream us everywhere, but sin.com mostly because that's our home. Oh, and also the radio. Oh, my gosh. You listen to us there too. You're listening yeah. to us on the radio. How are you going, guys? It's getting kind of late. Maybe you should turn the radio off. I don't know. People Keep your eyes on the road. Go to bed. Yeah, exactly. Driving home, keep safe. Monday nights, scurry. 
Defo, Defo. Um, and of course, one, there is quite a lot of exciting Player One stuff to come. Of course, we mentioned it earlier, there's going to be heaps of reviews coming out um, in the near future, hopefully. Fingers crossed, I'm still waiting on uh, a few things to fall into place with a few different things. So there's hopefully a couple things exciting to come. Um, but yeah, Bioshock reviews, reviews from other games that I can't remember the name of off the top of my head. Um, I believe, as I said earlier, Lenny wants to do a Borderlands set of reviews. So get excited there. Um, there's, there's heaps here. Look, just check out Player One on Sin, sin.org.au. Check us out there. And look, given recent news, just keep supporting Australian local media. Until then, Indeed. we will see you next week. Unless you have something quick you want to say, Dan? That's the real question in the end, Jacob. Do I have something else to say? I have many things to say. I could talk about lots for the rest of the show and really drag it out and then absolutely blow our runtime. But you know what? I don't have anything to say. That's fair. See ya. Bye. <laughs>